what's up, what's up, what's up? We got sound bites now. OMG. We got clapping. Woo! Only I can hear it because only We've I have headphones. Been missing for a little bit, but yeah. it's MIA. Some major production updates. I'm working yeah, on the uh, at the episode. Yeah, we yeah, recorded an episode. episode. There's a lost episode. Lost it's episode. It's like halfway to an after dark. It is after dark. Yeah, we pretty much. It's 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 dark. fully after dark. But I'll yeah, edit. I'll bad. edit all of that out, and, and it'll be. to edit it down. Yeah. So if he does, there might be a salvageable two minutes in there of discussion. I mean, we'll see, right? <laughs> there was we'll just see. it got very slanderous. It got very tricky legal waters. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think we can really talk about no, it no, here, no, no, but yeah. listen to the the mud hole episode. We go it, we go over it. And <laughs> I think we're not hosting. I think Jake yeah. deleted that. I don't he deleted think, it. Uh, he said he didn't delete okay, it. Okay, he better not have. But That's history. I right don't there. want that thing out there. It won't was, be. It won't go out there. It's an after dark. Yeah. It's that good. one's not we even uh, ending up on the Mudhole well, Patreon. I mean, yeah, Critter Pit. <laughs> Neither is it ours. Was, Mudhole has a similar thing to Critter Pit, where we recorded the After Dark after the first episode, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, Ooh. we were only one deep. Yeah. That's cyclical right think, there. I do think you guys were riding high after that, that episode we recorded here last time. Um, that <laughs> yeah. That transferred over to episode the two. Critter, the Critters have had unhinged. Yeah, a little lately. bit. We little recorded bit. the last episode, the lost episode, and then we were graciously invited onto the mud hole where and we sort we of derailed. it up. We derailed. <laughs> we derailed pretty hard, but there was a whole fiasco on that episode with trying to get the, the, mic, the mic out throughout the whole episode. Oh, Pitt never yeah. has we thought any we sound issues. We thought we solved Jake it. Jake was just like not feeling the restart. What, you got talking to the mic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There was a... I'm so it's used good. to the mic not being like actually on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or super directional. Um, it was a whole but, fiasco. Yeah, we're, I was trying to test out the audio and Jake was like, we don't need to do an audio test. And in the end, we, we weren't certainly even didn't using need to do an audio test. Yeah, we, we weren't should, even we using the mic. We were recording, There's a lot of things. Recording off the laptop. We were like, why can't we ah, hear it's Matt? It's pointed right at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my, we kept trying to get Matt to explain the history, the history of, Universal of Universal Monsters, and it just would not show up. <sighs> and we might have been a little goofy. A little goofy, a little, a little silly. Goofy. A little so silly. Who's to say? Um, Who's to say? But I hopefully, think a lot of the goofiness just came from bringing up that that infamous episode from Critter Pit, the, the Lost Step, the Lost Step, yeah, just call yeah. it the Lost Step. The Don't Lost even Step, the the product, the Lost Step, yeah. the energy sort of this cataclysmic, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really did just bleed right over. I I've never been more drained in my life after something like, you know, I've worked out pretty intense sometimes, but yeah. just. After that episode, I've never been more drained and exhausted. In my Very life. tired. It took everything out of the, me. The infamous, the lost, the lost, he lost it. Matt it, was it, part of that ep as well. I kind he of was. forgot he was there. Maybe Matt is secretly the. That's the, <laughs> the ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was good on the uh, the David Lee nap. Good on the other one. Maybe it's having Matt and me in the same room. Maybe maybe we that's test that the, the combo. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> Do a couple different. So, but, uh, we're coming in. We're coming in with a fresh recently. energy. A fresh um, All the mixer. podcasts have just been lost, so this is a restart. This yeah, is a fresh exactly. start. We're back. Fresh and we're start. back. We have some great episodes Episode on the horizon. Yeah, hopefully the nuke next bit. week, Thursday. Yep, hopefully. I'm thinking. Yep, should be um, good. We're going to get back on it. We're going to be Wait, recording. Wait, Nanook Thursday? Yeah. That's why I think we should do it yeah. next Thursday. That makes sense. Because this it, Have Thursday, you scheduled it with the special guest? Uh, we should try after this. Yeah, we'll um, send an email. Because this Thursday I have a film shoot. So. Yeah, me too. And next Tuesday I assume we have business class. 
Yes, we probably do. We should make time for it yeah. at least. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, here we are. We're back at it, and we have back a great episode here today. Yep. So on the last episode, we discussed The Boy and the Heron and Godzilla. because we went to see those movies right before. And, uh, so we might, we might get... Yeah, we might we mention We might get those. a bit a 30 seconds out of each of those movies from, <laughs> yeah. from the pod. Yeah, we might, if that. We might mention those. Yeah. Here, just, just briefly. I was trying to get everyone to talk about Boy and the Heron. Yeah, Graham. Yeah, Graham's only one that ended And you know that's here. bad. When that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Graham's trying to keep everybody on track. I don't know. The critters were just feeling crazy. <laughs> Our lives have been too narratively rich Well, we, d- we did take a focus. couple Prescotts, so. Yeah, we were. We allegedly. Were allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Very little Plum sleep. Corp. Did anything happen Shout even, out. like, before that? Like, what was that day? That day was a Thursday. We had been, uh... We literally just had class, and then me and oh, you and waited, we waited right for a long time. Hours. That's yeah. okay. I think Graham that's why the energy was so like low. Sam were just so drained. We were waiting yeah. all day. Yeah, we were just watching yeah. like weird, weird short movies. films all day. We watched some weird, really Tom weird chat ones. Just emailed me. Go check that out if you're feeling brave. That movie that will kind of kill the energy for the rest of your day. That is it's actually like, a vibe killer. I yeah. think that that just like drained us. Just even what was the name it. of it? Tommy Chat just emailed me. Tommy yeah. Chat. Yeah. yeah. Forget the filmmaker's name, but um, did you watch Fove yet? I've not watched Fove. Oh, that's another draining one. It, but that one's it's draining it's in good. a different way. Where <laughs> yeah. it's like Fove is really good, and this one is like form the form yeah, is draining <laughs> it's so um like early youtube kind of like early internet okay. i think you'd love it yeah Graham. you'd love I it i kind of loved it on a rewatch I, honestly i liked it but it's just it's draining it's hard to watch which i think is its intention you know i think it perfectly captures we gotta get that filmmaker on the pod i, I bet they we could. could yeah we, could. we gotta get a lot of people on the pod we should send it yeah property brothers yeah running northgate uh, filmways we got so yeah, we should do that. That'd be sick. Guy Madden, we can get on the Guy pod. Madden, Guy David Cronenberg, <laughs> Why not? Matt Johnson, Nathan Cronenberg. Fielder. Yeah, Nathan Fielder. Yeah. He, he'd definitely come on the pod. Been on a major Nathan Fielder binge lately. Love him. He might be my new obsession after Cronenberg. I listened to a three-hour podcast where Nathan Fielder appeared a little okay. while ago. Just that monotone voice for three hours? No, uh, he broke character. He was oh. he was outside of himself because I think he was just a fan of that podcast. Hell yeah! Okay, um, it was it was interesting to hear. That's him. what he's going to be like on the critters. Exactly, he's a big fan, big yeah. fan. Do you guys think Nathan, Nathan Fielder's pretending when he's uh, when he's acting? You think he's I think pretending? he channels a lot of who he is probably into that, but like yeah, yeah. I think a lot of his characters are based because you yeah, see pictures of him from when he was a kid. Awkward looking fucking kid, you know. So I think just that haircut, like it does yeah. so much. But like it's I've perfect. seen so many pictures of like just him at parties, chilling in the corner. Like it must be a lot of real life channeling. But no, he's been married and stuff, so he can't yeah. be his character. He can't be fully his character. He can't fully be. But like that's I the, think it's just the mystery makes it so intriguing. Like, I don't want to know. Interesting characters in the film business is yeah. Nathan Fielder. Absolutely. Where does Nathan Fielder begin and where does Nathan Fielder end? It's no kind of one. impossible to say. It's awesome, and all his watch. all the shit he makes is just like the same character, kind of the same yep. study on this Nathan Fielder character. Nathan for you. Nathan for you. The rehearsal, even the curse, even all, yeah. even the night before where he plays the a limo curse, driver. The curse feels almost exactly like Nathan for you. Yeah, yeah. Asher is basically Nathan Fielder. Yeah, like, basically just just giving himself up in that relationship, right? but shedding himself. Yeah, I mean Asher though. Should we talk about the he curse? really acts? Well, yeah, did we talk about The Curse? No, we haven't. The Curse is amazing. Genuinely one yeah. of my favorite things on TV right now. Like, I, will, I will say kind of a difference I feel between Nathan For You and The Curse is uh, 
in Nathan for you, I always feel like he's like he has to one up everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's aggressive show. in that show, yeah. dude. He goes for people's throats. In uh, in the curse, he's a lot more like docile. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a which it makes sense in just the <laughs> fiction versus reality. You know, in reality, he's yeah. going for those reactions, getting those crazy moments. Mm-hmm. Where in fiction, you can just kind of write that those crazy. Yeah, moments. exactly. Um, yeah, you don't have to manufacture same side them. Or Sides of the same coin. There it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Curse is so good. Though. One of my favorite shows just because of its content, its form, the people who are involved in it. Just getting like... Just incredible I saw this YouTube comment on that Chris Nolan interview, how it's like the Avengers of anxiety. Yeah. Ed and Safdie and Fielder together. Yeah, that's true. Awesome, man. Very like um, different approaches to it as well, mm. though. Like I think Nathan Fielder, I can kind of like laugh at like their yeah. anxiety and yeah. like... You know, it's a relatable character, but it's it's relatable in a yeah. way that's a little more yeah. like outside. And the safety form, safety just form is so brings just, you in. It's so yeah, you're, no you're in that world. You can't it's, leave. It's oh. yeah, it's and the terrible. recreation God, of an HD TV HD TV show. It's awesome. Yeah, the fight breaking out outside of that. It's true. We can't hear it on the the thing. Luckily, someone just got shot. Oh yeah. my oh, god! That's oh. Okay. oh. I don't, Should I don't we? Know. We will be okay. We'll, we'll be okay. okay. We'll be this okay. have bunker. It, we're safe let me, in here. Let me lock yeah. the door. The critter pit yeah. bunker. Good Thanks, job. Graham. Yep. Curse <laughs> though. Yeah, the curse. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, what? Oh. I was. Uh, I was watching, it and we were all really oh, high. So I created like a magnet. Like I can hear the buzzing when you do that. Yeah. That's cool. That yeah. Good? That's not good. I mean, I, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's something I noticed. Um, no, we were really high when we watched that first episode, so it got yeah. like, it reminded me of allegedly. <laughs> well, no, it's legal. <laughs> Hashtag legal. legalize it. We're all unless, you, unless you're in one of those above. places in the states that, that are Prescott's in, legal. We're in Alberta. Prescott's uh, aren't they prescription? Uh, we'll get Jamie to Google it later. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're prescription. Okay, but they're just very allegedly. commonly sold. Allegedly. Well, because like they're they're. They like have bringing back blowing into the mic. They're uh, they could use <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like a powdered medication that's pressed, and they have like yeah. the numbering on them and stuff, and the specific shape. Like I think that's all regulated. Okay, but that makes sense. But they're just sold anyway. Illegally. Anyway, we're talking about the curse. I watching yeah, the curse. That's yeah, a crazy so way to get thrown yeah. into that show. That was it was your great, first though. time. It was great. Yeah, yeah. and I. After the episode ended, it got me thinking because I used to watch a lot of anime in my teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so not anymore. much anymore, but I do mm. occasionally watch shows. There's some good anime. You have to I sift just, through a lot of garbage, but yeah. yeah. Now I tend to stick to like just really artsy, like <laughs> really artsy. Have you uh, seen Perfect Blue yet? No, oh, we yeah. gotta watch it. The anime Thursday. movies are yeah, almost always that. good, but uh, the shows Can't almost all it. those really Can't artsy ones. Oh, you gotta watch. Uh, it's Satoshi Kon, same guy who did Perfect oh, Blue. Okay, then I'm in. Uh, Paranoia Agent. You haven't okay. seen Paprika either. No, Paprika. I don't really I don't like Satoshi Kon I've seen is is Whoa. like half of Paranoia Agent. Okay, I should watch the rest. Anyway, yeah, the curse. It got me thinking because oh, since I used to watch a lot of anime in my teens, mm-hmm. um, I knew about all the rules and stuff for watching anime. And one of mm. the rules is the three episode rule. Okay, mm. for any anime. You can't judge it until you've watched three episodes. <laughs> okay. Because those oh, first two might that. be garbage. Yeah. I hate that. Or they might be amazing. Be but when you hit that third one, that third That's one's going to tell you whether it's really good or it sucks. Okay. 
Um, and, uh, oh, like by the third episode. The third episode itself could be yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but in combination, you'll know. Yeah, with all three of them, you'll know if it's something you want to keep keep watching or not. Yeah. And I was just like watching The Curse, and I was like, this is the best television I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's so> good. <laughs> I do not need to see another yeah. episode to yeah. know I want to watch it's this whole awesome. thing. And dude, have you, have you watched any more of it yet? Not yet. Okay, then we won't have a spoiler. Crazy. That finale's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you can have a spoiler conversation. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I don't want to spoil this for you. If it's so good. I kind of want to, like, watch that with Graham to get a live reaction. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I'm down. Do some commentary. (laughs) Honestly, yeah, commentary for that final episode could be sick. Yeah. Um, It's awesome. Genuinely, like, so creative and crazy, but in a way that makes sense. Yeah. For the themes of the show. It's weird because I never like question character motives. Like mm-hmm. I really, I do understand kind of you know what they're doing yeah. because like the characters yeah. are so well portrayed and oh, written. Man, like man. they all suck. They're Speaking like I wouldn't do any of these things, but I'm like I understand why you would do that. Speaking of characters, Benny Safdie's character on the show is one of my favorite characters yeah. ever. So I was, fun. I was saying he didn't look like a real person. Yeah, yeah, he looked so. Is that wild. just how? That's just how he looks, right? Well, with the wig, I think the wig yeah. makes okay. it a crazy. And the look. hair and the I rings. Was, I was just, thinking, yeah. like he and the glasses. You know, when you see a celebrity on a show and they put on a bunch of prosthetics to look like someone. Yeah. Else. Like that's just how he looks. Yeah, he looks yeah, he, like does, he, he wasn't wearing like any prosthetics. You know that's wearing prosthetics. He has a very unique face. He does, Benny. Um, but he like I wouldn't say that he looks unnatural like he doesn't like especially in like, he looks he has wild. a tinge of unnaturality to his face i think, I think. in combination of everything he's wearing yeah i think it's, yeah I think yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Like in, in the curse wearing. yeah but if you yeah. think about him in like good time i haven't or, like, seen in, him in anything um, so you, you have seen oppenheimer no i haven't oh, seen he's wow he's in oppenheimer? he's in oppenheimer he's like my favorite character in oppenheimer okay he's a german scientist he had a really good year last year he was also in um, Sorry There God, that It's Me, Margaret. Are the Safdie brothers, their filmmakers turned actors? No, Benny Safdie is like, he's always kind of been an actor. He's going Hollywood. He's going Hollywood. He is going Hollywood, is though. Going, yeah. But I love Sounds it. Like I love seeing him act, the Rock. honestly. Um, oh, I want to watch The Rock movie. Hate The Rock. Hate The Rock, Hate but love Benny. So maybe those Safdie that ones. Yeah, well, is he I got, directing? I yeah, he's directing. That could be Kino. That could be Kino. I think that'll judge the trajectory. Like a Dwayne biopic? No, no, no. It's a biopic about another MMA guy, and Dwayne is portraying him in this. I Benny think Safdie that would film. be the make or break movie. See where Benny's going in his career. You know, if that's like if he's the worst Safdie. <laughs> yeah, that will be the one. He's a great actor, but yeah, I'm, I'm calling it now. I think it's gonna be Kino. I trust Benny enough. I, it's just like it's The Rock. It's I know, like the hard thing. I, but like I, yeah, I can Benny, hear that. <laughs> it I'm could be Benny. Yeah. Could be Benny, man. Could be Benny to finally break Dwayne into something good. We'll see. Could be the first we'll good Dwayne performance ever. We'll see. <laughs> we will we see. Get, uh, we can get. We can break into the uh, ASMR fan base. Yes, we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of the curse, though, um, this isn't really a spoiler, but I love how much that show like tiptoes like the line of supernatural a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah, those early even episodes. that first episode, yeah. you're like, this kid isn't cursing him, yeah. but the whole yeah. rest of it, you're like... It tiptoes that line, and like Nathan Fielder, they're doing a, uh, an interview with um, Chris Nolan, and they're talking yeah. about just how... Yeah, like for the moderated. And Nathan was kind of talking about the inspiration of the show, how he, this cursed. homeless person, asked him for money, and yeah. Nathan didn't have any money, and they said they put a curse on him. And just Benny was talking about how like everything that happened in your life after that 
regardless of if curses are real, everything bad that will happen you can, can be blame attributed that. to that, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's just kind of this idea of this self-fulfilling prophecy. Almost. Yeah, that's kind of like this the, notion uh, that's put that out like there. The bad luck versus like good luck fallacy. Like if you're mm-hmm. looking out mm-hmm. for bad things, exactly, you'll assume. notice it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love it in the context of this show of just following the worst people. You know, yes, I think it's these, awesome. The soundtrack too adds oh, so much to yeah. that. It's such like, a safety as, soundtrack. Such a safety as soon soundtrack. as the little girl says, "Like I curse you," yeah, the soundtrack. Just, yeah, it's, it's like an electric wave. Like, it's what? so good. But, uh, and they're doing that like telephoto lens. Yeah, from building super on far it. They're, they're, yeah, oh. all the film is shot on, or the, the show is shot on these telefilm lens. Yeah. And they're also, they're shooting it at an incredibly high ISO yeah. as well. So everything feels Everything grime. is just like, it's just weird. Everything it's feels wrong. Yeah. I was, I was saying, not what actual it feels TV should feel like. It feels yeah. Very yeah. Like we shouldn't be seeing this. And yeah. so much of that show is we should not be seeing. Yeah. It's like that first episode with the Cherry Tomato Boys. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. I was I was kind of saying it feels like the whole show is shot by paparazzi. Yeah. yeah. these celebrities yeah. around. And I, I just haven't seen a show like that. That like, doesn't mm. it's not in your face about it either. Yeah. It's not like all like hand hand cameras like it's Yeah. Everything is just very intentional and like oh, mm. it's just perfect. It's yeah. one of my favorite shows ever already. You're watching and these people squirm around things. Yeah, you're seeing I, I highly see. recommend it. Nathan Fielder, Canadian Goat, Emma Watson, amazing. Or Emma Stone, Emma Stone. sorry. Emma, <laughs> Emma Watson, also great. <laughs> also great. Yeah, Emma Stone, though, so Emma good Stone's in this great. show. She I has such the... a good fake smile. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Just Emma like Stone is dead just... eyes, right? Yeah, <laughs> you can... yeah. no light in yeah. those eyes. There's so much mm. great stuff with them. Um, like I mean, the white like guilt. Yeah, the themes and, of that show, white and, guilt. You know, talking to indigenous artists and yeah. being like, "Oh yeah, you know." I, I just feel like, like Emma Stone's great, kind of just lines. like gotten onto the radar. Like I didn't see a lot or really know no. a lot about Emma Stone. No, she's been Emma around. Stone's been around. She's been around, and I'm like, oh, like <laughs> I like Emma Stone's been Stone. in like consistently really good stuff. It's funny, yeah. right after I watch Poor Things, I just happened to start watching Superbad, and I completely forgot yeah. she was in that. Yeah, you know. No, but she's in that. She's in um, La La Land, Birdman. Mm. Uh, she's in the favorite. The favorite. Really good. Those. I Carly. <laughs> I Carly. <laughs> she's been around. She's no, because I feel like one I, the best I've seen a lot of her. I would say so. I've seen yeah. a lot of her like early career stuff, like Superbad, I Carly. Easy and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this it's just like a regular yeah. actress you'll see in the occasional movie. Yeah, but like in Superbad in the too. last probably like five or more. No, for more than five. Like mm. I would say like last even eight eight yeah. years. Yeah, she's been popping off. Uh, have you guys? She I was recommending Maniac to yeah. She's been nominated to nice. to uh, Ethan. I almost called you Carson. Oh yeah, um, Maniac. Maniac made me sick. I gotta watch Maniac. I loved Maniac. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. the the show with Jonah Hill. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, that made you sick. I was watching it like, and I think I was getting sick already, and just like <laughs> I watched all of it in one day. Oh, yeah, by the yeah. end was like I'm physically ill. The curse would do that to you too. The, yeah, I feel like the curse would do that. I loved Maniac. I liked Maniac as well. Yeah, I I felt very empowered by it. Even though the ending's kind of like, we can cure schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch that's, that. That's not really spoilers. No. Is it? I, <laughs> I think the concept of the show is, is bigger than that. So yeah, yeah, I just mm. think it's like, it just kind of implies yeah, that we it's cure a little, schizophrenia. It's a little, <laughs> we did it, it's guys. It's a little goofy. It's got that nice, um, like, like 1960s future aesthetic as well. Yeah, it's, mm. it's really retro futurism. Yeah. Love um, some retro futurism. A little bit of like severance vibes. You've seen that show. I love the uh, so the many VR, shows to watch. The VR scene. With the, I the, I haven't seen it since it came out. I don't remember. Don't it remember. It's well. right. It's right near the start. I'll try to avoid spoilers. It's like the one scientist guy who's who like created the whole experiment. Okay. And uh, they go to his house to go like, I guess find him. They need him. He's been kicked off the project, and 
he's like in his room playing a porn game in VR, <laughs> and they've got all like the retro VR because I think they've they've had VR since like the nineties. Yeah. So he's got like the retro like nineties type VR stuff, Even and he's got 80s. a thing on his junk that's uh yeah yeah that's doing what the people are doing to him in VR. <laughs> okay. That's fun. Well, shout out the Mania. Shout out the Mania. Shout out, the curse. shout out Emma Stone. Um, Nathan Fielder, Canadian goat. Yeah. Just real quick before we pivot to uh, poor things. Okay. Um, yeah. I've binged all of Nathan Fielder's shows pretty much now. Yeah. Went through all the rehearsal halfway through Nathan so, for you. What's the rehearsal about? <laughs> it's a lot. Recreating <laughs> life for anxious people. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Okay. And what I want to say is Nathan Fielder is so goaded. Each one of those shows is, like, on my top 15 best shows of all time. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Like he is such a talented guy. And I love the frozen yogurt app. Oh, it's so good, <laughs> man. My favorite episode, Nathan, for you is for sure the gas rate rebate episode. So yeah, good. Makes yeah. him climb the mountain. Um, shout out Nathan Fielder. Want to see him do more stuff in film with Safties. Want to see him on yeah. the pod. Got to see him, see him on, on the pod. pod. Open, it, open door. Open door, Nathan. This yeah. is all for you. Tags of the video and put like Nathan Fielder. Hashtag Nathan Fielder. Every Nathan Fielder <laughs> show, every project yeah. he's been in. I'll yeah. start doing that on the Instagram post. Um, <laughs> start we harassing. Love Nathan Fielder. We love Nathan Fielder. He's on my official Canadian goats list now. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he's Canadian. Yes, yep. sir. Graduated the top of a Canadian Shoot. business school. Really good Canada's grades. Best business schools. He went to high school with Seth Rogen. He did. They're homies. I thought you were going to say he went to high school with me. Me and Nathan Fielder. Yeah, he went to Hunting Hills. Yeah. Um, shout out Nathan Fielder. He's giving Cronenberg a run for his money. That's all I'm saying to my exactly. favorite Canadians list. Yeah. It's great. And Emma Stone is also pretty also good. Also great. Yeah. Also and a Canadian goat. A whoa, completely different whoa. performance. She's not Canadian. I lied. No. I don't think. I think um, she's American. Fuck that, dude. Lame. Honorarily Canadian. Honorary Canadian. We give her Emma Canadian Stone. citizenship. Yeah, Critter Pit accepts her as a Canadian. You want an intro? Poor Things. Yeah. Poor things, Baby poor Brain. Things. Baby Brain. Baby Brain. We love Spoiler. Poor Things. We love Poor Things. I My biggest regret in life is giving Poor Things 4.5 stars on, on Letterboxd. Deserved five. Deserved three. What, my favorite <laughs> review on Letterboxd, though, is what? that one. Is my review of it? I yeah. love Graham's review of what? Should poor we pull things? up Graham's review? I have it recited verbatim. Yeah, my, recite it. my review it's, is... It's, um, uh, what the fuck am I? <laughs> I love that review. Especially with the full lore context, because me and Graham saw that film together and had a yeah. two-hour discussion after yeah. that film. You guys should have been recording it. About what were you just doing? how we yeah. made it feel about ourselves and our relationship to yeah. society. Yeah. Um, yeah, it it's a fucking crazy one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Should we you get wanna, into a little wanna, bit of the plot? You want to intro it? A little bit of the plot, so poor things... It's kind of a take on Frankenstein. It's a based on bit, a yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the book was also written by a dude. Yep. yep. A um, Scottish man. Scottish Shout man. Out. Shout out. We got to talk Scotland. about <laughs> Burns at some point after yeah. this. Robbie Burns after this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scottish. 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 Yeah, I, there's a lot of criticism about that because it's a very, <laughs> it's a, like a very like, feminist film, but a lot of people are like, I guy made this movie yeah. and a guy it's wrote a lot the book of discourse yeah but i think it's really well done um it better is. than barbie i think there is a lot of valid criticism there with the perspectives and everything yeah. but what, what's For it sure, about what, what would you yeah, say what, it's what, about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's uh so it's kind of a take on frankenstein um we're in i'd say it's like the past kind of yeah it's like a, a retro a fairy 
kind of like Fairy industrial, so maybe punk. still like Victorian, yeah, but it's about. like yeah, it's still Probably industrial society. 18. Um, so it's about Jerskin yeah. Fendricks. He plays. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. Um, no, there's there's this guy Godwin. They all call him God for short, which yep. I think is is it's just great. A, it's Very great. Funny detail. Yeah, because Willem Dafoe creating life. Yep, it's basically yes. our Doctor Frankenstein. Yep, um, and he is this scary looking man. Got crazy face scars. Yep. Um, he has no stomach. He can't produce his own stomach acid. <laughs> yeah, because his father took yeah. out his stomach. He's been experimented He's, uh, on his whole an experiment life. Experiment yep. in himself. Yeah, and he himself. he loves science, so he continues that experimentation and uh, doesn't really on animals have the same mostly. It seems. Yeah, loves animals. animals yeah. Yep. But uh, he seems to be kind of lacking that moral moral grounds that yeah. most people have. Um, y- yeah. He doesn't understand. He's like morality, a very stereotypical yeah. mad scientist archetype. Yes. With a dash of empathy later on. Yeah. Um, but oh, he's awesome. Yeah, I love him. But love Godwin. What does he do? He is this spoilers. You figured this out. We're kinda, spoiler discussion. Kind of late into the movie. Fine with spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> we've all seen it. Yeah. So, well, we've all seen it, but the viewers may not have. And I. But I feel like we're not even at a spoiler point yet. Okay. If you're this is spoilers. This is like spoiling. What are you about to say? We spoil in it. Well, what what ha- what he does that kind of kickstarts the he movie. He takes Emma Stone. That's not a spoiler. He just killed herself. Okay, so Emma Stone <laughs> at the start of the movie. You don't see her face. You don't know for sure it's Emma Stone. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you didn't <laughs> figure, figure that out, numbers. She jumps off a bridge. That's yeah, the opening shot of the movie. Yeah, the she opening. Jumps off the bridge. <laughs> Godwin, he finds out she's pregnant. Her fetus, or I guess it's not fetus anymore. It's a full-grown baby. In her stomach is, uh, it's uh, still, still alive. alive. So he pulls it out, takes out her brain. Yep. Puts the baby brain into baby brain. Emma Stone. Baby brain. Well, what's her actual? I don't know what her actual name is, but I don't remember. Yeah, not not even that important. Like, the like Emma Stone's actual. Yeah. Her. They mention it like twice in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody it's refers like to it. I think. Well, no, no, Bella is who she is. Yeah, because oh, God, Godwin renames yeah. her to Bella Baxter. Bella Baxter. His name's yeah. Godwin Baxter. But uh, yeah, um, what's her actual name? Doesn't I guess, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's that's who she is for the purpose of the story. Film she's only for maybe like five seconds. She's the other girl <laughs> in the mm-hmm. in the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, he just follows her adventures. Yeah, she uh, kind of bows so afraid in that structure. Yeah, bit. felt. Very reminiscent of Bo is Afraid. Just kind of a mentally challenged character Just running an around. Odyssey, yeah. An odyssey through the fucked up world, uh, abysses of the world, and, and a eventual that. confrontation with your parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we, it kind of opens. There's a guy, he Just really like admires afraid. Godwin, and he goes, Hey, I need you to. Max uh, McCandles. Yeah. Max Love the alliteration. I, I didn't even remember his name, but. Played by Rami Yusuf. Yeah. Is that. Yeah, he, I liked him. I like him he a lot dope. as well. He was, uh, I think, it's a kind of a small that, role in the film. Mm-hmm. The character that uh, me and me and Ethan felt was meant to represent us. <laughs> Whoa! I think so. Uh, I don't think you could like to you could like the student like, character. Oh, he's exactly like me. He's still a bad person. But yeah, I'm talking to the mic. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> represent yeah. us. I feel like he's the he's the entry point into this world. Yeah, I mean he's he's like I would say the most regular person. Yeah, that's yeah. What I would say he's the most yeah. baseline person, but still yeah. an awful guy. I'd say. Yeah, everyone in the movie is pretty awful. Yeah, 
Except Bella. Because they yeah, all sexually going after Baby Brain. Baby yeah, brain. and he knows Which it's is Baby Brain. where the crux of the criticism of the film comes from and just its exploration yeah. of feminism and well, the relationships to men. And, and a lot of the movie is told through like sexuality and through mm-hmm. Bella's like discovery of sexuality, addiction to sex, and mm-hmm. then, you know, just realizing her own sexuality. I guess. Which many people have criticized as a flawed way to look at empowerment and feminism. I don't, yeah. But I I mean, we're three, like, guys talking about this. That's why I'm saying how cringy this is going to come across. Yeah, it's hard for us to to say definitively. But I'd say the film, it's less about her, like, finding empowerment, more of her just, like, how patriarchy set up and how these systems are used to crush women. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And, like, the first character that she meets outside of the workshop is, like, immediately infatuated with her right and is like yeah oh i'm going to have sex like mark ruffalo's character i mean best yeah, character yeah, yeah. Ever. Going, so like, much fun he, he just comes in and is immediately like i'm gonna have sex with her like yeah it's it's I, not and she, i don't think that that's very little initiative throughout the film and yeah. when, does she, when she does start making choices like going to prostitute exactly. herself it's not purely her decision because it's an economic must right yeah it's kind of do that or die and she doesn't point. yeah it's it's not like she <laughs> sexualizes herself in that way right it's mm-hmm. not it's not done for like, you know, these purposes like a, maybe a 1950s movie or something would for the the enjoyment of men or like an ex- it didn't feel like yeah. exploited. They're gross it. scenes. Right? They're gross they're scenes and they're sexy. yeah they're, they're meant to be gross and like, yeah because it's it's exploitation. I mean, I would not at all Mark say Ruffalo that the movie is like for men because the movie as a as a man the movie yeah. made me feel really gross the entire time. Yeah, I was like, and it's, yeah purposely set up to be very uncomfortable yeah. and in your face but i do definitely empathize with criticisms criticisms of this film and the way it goes about itself Depend, yeah i mean the fact the that they actually put a baby in baby yeah, brain into some crazy Stone's brain is pretty crazy that, like frame what this movie did as if they actually did these crimes to a woman yeah <laughs> like yeah it sets it up as if you know that's the issue they actually did these things and the yeah point, the point i always crazy. bring up with that is uh that it's like this is not a moral grounds that like exists in real life no. so yeah you can't it's just a hypothetical like i mean you can say there is definitely issues with it in in For aspects sure. of it it's that we can relate film, to our real I life think. you can say there's moral issues with this but it's a movie that as you know, a makes whole, you reflect on it and it's like yeah. you know yeah. what you take away from these things if you look but. at it and you're like oh sexy baby it's like <laughs> well you know yeah. what are what are you there's putting onto the film? I don't think the film is like speed yeah. giving the rest that of the plot. You. And also, there's like kind of a, a notion that, like, they there's a this, there seems to be this through line that feel like people want the film in in its form in its content mm-hmm. to criticize these things like reflexively. But like, I feel like I don't know. I don't think that's necessary. I feel like what's happening is so obviously bad. Yeah, the film doesn't need it to doesn't stop. Need the, it doesn't need the speech yeah. in the it's middle like, saying these things are bad. Like and it, I know. And, th- yeah. and that's a lot of people's, yeah. I know. Having sex be... with baby-brained women? Yeah, exactly. Bad. And this could be the most film podcast out. statement ever, but there's a Scorsese quote about <laughs> how, like, uh, in his films, he doesn't feel the need to, like, criticize what happens, all these awful characters within the film, because it's mm-hmm. obviously awful and evil. But well, then... tell that to Killers of the Flower Moon, where <laughs> yeah. he literally goes in. That's true, and that's kind of like him commenting on I his think... own form, because you've seen all yeah. his films get repurposed for this awful, toxic, yeah. masculine Wolf of mindset. Wall Street, I think, is Wolf of one Wall Street, of the good biggest examples. Right, I, did, yeah, I did talk about this, even uh, Casino. I did talk about this with Ethan slightly, but a mm-hmm. criticism, I heard, shout out to my sister, but a criticism of, of Killers of the Flower Moon was that it... Uh, 
I don't think it's an egregious example of it, but it does kind of fall into uh, that trauma tourism um, mm-hmm. hole. But I mean, valid. is that like true of any movie, like about any conflict? Like if you have like a a, a movie about World no, War II or like. So the video I saw about trauma tourism, it okay. talked about Get Out from Jordan Peele. Yeah. And was like, this is a great movie. It kind of explores some of these issues. It deals with them mostly with humor. Yeah. Um, and it's a horror movie. Um, but once Get Out came out, suddenly a bunch of directors and studios were like, we need to make racial horror about like the mm, okay. about black history in yeah, the United yeah. States like the and in Candy Canada. Man. But yeah. Um, yeah, so you started getting these, I think there's one called Antebellum. Yeah. Um, where that one was a pretty egregious <laughs> example where the whole movie is like this woman uh, gets kidnapped and then she ends up, it's like, yeah. it's in modern day, but she ends up like, it seems like it's like the 1800s yeah. and uh, she's on a plantation and there's people getting tortured and killed, all the other slaves on this plantation. And then right at the end of the movie, you find out, oh, still in modern day. This <gasps> is actually just <gasps> a twist. A big Whoa. twist at the end. This is a... Uh, Sweatshop. No, it's a... <laughs> it's a... Like... Confederate war... Um, like... Reenactment place. So they're like reenacting... What? Like, yeah. Yeah, in the... What's it called? The yeah, reenactment? What's the f- Confederate war called? The Civil War? Civil War, sorry. Yeah, I, <laughs> couldn't, th- I couldn't think of it. war. <laughs> I couldn't think of it with the, with the Confederates. Yeah. So and those it's, other it's guys. It's a Civil War reenactment uh, kind of plot of land, but they've, they're like actually capturing black people and forcing them to be slaves for, okay. for realism, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, the criticism on that was like, they should have revealed this twist right at the start of the movie and then... Yeah, it's an escape them. movie. Yeah. But it's like right at the end they figure it out. How would the people like I, somebody would have said like yeah. any of the people that were working? <laughs> yeah, but it's, working, it's like you know, these films aren't made for kidnapped for these like marginalized groups. No. Marginalized groups are going to watch these movies and go like, "This is fucking awful. I don't want to witness this like historical Very trauma." Tra- this is for white people sensitive. to go, "Oh, look how awful this was." Which is a yeah, but somewhat I valid think, concern. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I do think it's still an important, like, you need to have yeah, exactly. that, like, story and told. Yeah. Killers is told in the most respectful kind of Yeah, I think Killers, way. it slightly like falls into that trauma tourism, yeah, but no. I think it's not an egregious example of it, like Antebellum would be. Yeah. yeah. And Killers is, like, done in collaboration so much with the yeah, community, with the community. Too, so it, it's hard yeah. to le- level that criticism against exactly, it when yeah. And it's I, literally as well, the, the, the film group the film also realizes that it falls into that. Yeah, criticizes itself at the end. Yes, with that yeah. whole ending scene. Probably yeah. one of Scorsese's the most, most mature films. Yeah. yeah, and just most powerful like ending, yeah. maybe like ever. And like, in all of its violence too, it's not in a glamorous Goodfellas cut to music way. It's no, just it's very straightforward. But there's a whole killers conversation. Go watch the we, go watch the killers app. Um, poor thing. Well, anyway, so, so next in poor things, yeah. I'll speed run the rest of the plot. So, um, what's his name? Max McCandles. Mm-hmm. He comes to research and take notes on baby brain, Bella Baxter. Baby brain. Finds out she's baby brained. Finds out she's baby brained. Wants to marry baby brain. Well, no, yeah. not, not like immediately. He it's, pretty it's much immediately wants to marry baby brain. We're speed Well, running. he does. He We're does think she's beautiful. He does. He does give a. He does give a hard R. <laughs> does give a hard. Linus R. Tech Tips hard R. Not a. He proposes marriage. Before she leaves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's only because Godwin like 
confronts him about how he's clearly attracted to her and is like, you, you should freak. marry her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's attracted to her, too. They're all freaks. Every yeah, man in this movie is a freak. Um, freaks. And she runs off with Mark Ruffalo, the lawyer. They have a little sex voyage over yep. the world mm-hmm. in Lisbon. And Mark crew. Ruffalo gives just... When Mark Ruffalo, he plays ever. himself yeah, in Mark the movie. Mark Ruffalo plays himself, yeah. and it's so much fun. <laughs> There's so a fun. dancing sequence, which has Jerkin a cameo yeah, from yeah. Jerk and Frendrix. He did the and it's soundtrack. Like the, fun, the best dance scene maybe in all of cinema. Such a great, I mean, speaking a little bit of the soundtrack as well. Yeah. Like, incredible yeah. score. Oh, just so like the I uneasiness was, that comes from yeah. like the, the top and bottom notes. It's just, yeah. it's it's wonderful. Yeah. Like, this is a, a very maximalist film, and you see that Absolutely. in every... And the score Never does, the score the does design, evolve. It does. The, the yeah, little yeah. creatures that run around there, mixes of like yeah. ducks and dogs, yeah. and the score and the sets with <laughs> crazy LED screens and like really looping and curvy architecture. So unreal. Yep. And it's like mm-hmm. such a po- uh, steampunk world, right? Like there's this one horse carriage, which is a car with just that's, a that's horse. That's Godwin's yeah. horse Yeah, carriage. it just has a horse mounted on the front of yeah. it. Horse's head. Horse's Even like head. the um, the boat that Mark Ruffalo yeah. her take, it's such a, a cartoony shape. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. so fun. It's such a maximalist film. It, it's it reminded me a lot of like Terry Gilliam kind of vibes, like yeah. Aaron Munchausen yeah. and yeah. even Brazil to an extent. It's real fun. Yeah. It's a it's a great time just great to look skies. at yeah and uh, yeah the film just follows her kind of having sex with a lot of people <laughs> journey of self realization yeah know and thyself just finding out how the world works and yep, leading yep. eventually that confrontation with Godwin with God where she finds out what she is well there's she, also like the two hedonists she meets yeah well one's a cynic yeah one's a cynic I would say they're both hedonists though like he's a cynic but he's still like. He's still about maximizing the pleasure in his life. Yeah. Certainly, but Cynic is his main yeah. MO. That's what um, he says. And, uh, yeah. I mean, that old woman is definitely hedonist. She's yeah. fun. She's, She's really like, fun. yes, please throw me off the boat. <laughs> yeah. It's such a fun way to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And through her relationship with Mark Ruffalo, he just becomes more and more unhinged as she just does not want to be with him. As she grows up. Yeah, she <laughs> literally grows up. <laughs> and he, he gets so in love with her because this is probably the first woman that he's had kind of like come out from under his thumb you yeah. know her he she's thrown him away not the other way around and it just yeah. drives him mad it does yeah what's he call her Bella! Besides, besides, what does he call her besides a gun <laughs> she devil or something like calls her a yeah, lot like a lot yeah. of witch. Witch yeah which everything she Very eventually they end up in paris with no money after yep. going around the world he kidnaps her onto a cruise at one point and that's where she finds herself at a brothel just to make ends meet because, you know, yep. penniless. Yeah, because he stole all the money from her. And yeah, the well, only she money. Technically she technically stole all the money from him. Yeah. She, she, she is did. kind of a villain of this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is kind of a she-devil. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of see where he's yeah, coming Yeah, this from. is kind of... I, I think Mark Ruffalo should be nominated over Emma Stone personally at the Oscars. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, follow Barbies. <laughs> No, that you, you hit the wrong button. I hit the hit I hit the drum. You hit the the clap. Can yeah. you hit them all at once? I don't know. No, I can only hit one at a time. Oh, that'd be crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's a crazy film. Real great. Um, really great. Yeah, Emma Stone's performance, like from beginning to end, she just has a, a fantastic transformation. Yeah. Like from literally learning to walk to being uh, a more fully realized person. I'd say the film is only an 8 out of 10 for me. I empathize with whoa, some criticisms whoa, with whoa, it and just whoa, its subject matter and how whoa. it's told. But like, it's so hard to deny how flawless 
the execution of the visual look of the film is so amazing. It's such a unique oh, we visual look as well. Oh, the fisheye lenses. Yeah, so exactly. many like wide that. lenses. That's a it's Yorgos staple. Awesome. I almost uh, felt balls out with this I, film. Yeah. I feel like they may have messed with some 360 cameras on this movie. I it, can see there was that. a few shots that looked like they were 360 cams. With the uh with the fisheye like you mean Well, with the fisheye, but there was some that like the camera looked like it was placed in the middle of the room. I wonder. I that'd be sick. They did, like a 360 cam. I could see that. Yeah. I was I could I also have, see that just being a fisheye lens. But yeah. I got a magazine from my parents for Christmas like Kino Lorber, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they make some good DVDs. I think I have a Kino Lorber. Oh yeah. Who was Harry Kellerman and why is he trying to kill me? Not a very good movie, but <laughs> I didn't know they did DVDs. From from what I read in the Kino Lorber. Oh. From what I read in the magazine, it seemed like it was not doing well. They were like, "This might be our last issue." <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> the That's surprising. Know. They have the so edit- many movies. The editors just released like, everything. "Yeah, this is just me doing this magazine. This might be our last issue." Oh, that's <laughs> sad. I hope they keep it going online, if not physical. You should give this to me if you ever watch *Power of the Dog* and *Sound of Metal*. Yeah. You don't want this movie. It's not that good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, it looked interesting. But I know they, that's why I bought it. Yeah. They, they were talking about a lot of like smaller directors in it, and there was one director, <laughs> Yorgos guy. <laughs> that's yeah, Yorgos very small. He's coming director. up. Yeah. No, but Have you seen was, the lobster? There was one director, and he, he shoots <laughs> it's a Greek exclusively movie. with like 360 cams. He just places mm. them in the center of the room. Yeah. And uh, that's real interesting. Did you guys see the trailer for Harmony Korine's new movie? The movie that he filmed entirely in infrared with Travis Scott. Fuck <laughs> no. He's showing it like strip clubs and stuff now. It's like it's cool. It's awesome. It, let's <sighs> go to the strip club and watch let's it. Get yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Trader Pit at the Rippers. <laughs> I don't like Harmony Korine. I think. What's he done? He did Gummo. Gummo. And that's his big school movie. Spring one. Breakers. You do the, the Beach sh- Bum. Did he I do school? He might have. Sh- that wouldn't surprise me. He's I forget yeah, what the weird movie guy. was. He was part of the Pussy Posse, which is weird. What's the Pussy Posse? That's like Leon- Leo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, um, David <laughs> Blaine. It's like these like 90s like guys. Oh, okay, yeah. Just the hot guys of the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And Harmony Kareem. And Harmony Kareem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what was it? He might have oh. produced kids. That's where I'm okay. kind of familiar with him from. Yeah, he produced kids, is, kids. He's married. Kids is a crazy, <laughs> crazy movie from the '90s. Wait, that was uh, don't know that's if it's the one good. Directed by no, never mind. No. Don't know if it's good. Okay, I was thinking mid '90s. Recommend? Yeah. Okay. It's like a. I'd say it's better than mid '90s. I'd say it has more, a lot more teeth than mid '90s. That's kind of mid '90s issue. Is it's just a toothless kind of nothing movie. Yeah, it, it, I think it it's has fun. some like it's good. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like it's a nostalgic movie for me, even though it's still kind of new. Mm. But it's uh, I, I just like that toothless movie. kids. Is it has this, like a I think little talked tiny, about this last episode tiny good message. I think. Oh, it has a good message. Yeah. It's just it's you know. Nothing, <laughs> kind of. Sometimes, I um, agree. Like it, yeah. That it, ending, people. Ugh, nobody's gonna be watching mid nineties in like that ending. Twenty years. Just um, kids for better or worse is, is a gnarled, nice. sharp-toothed nice. version of mid nineties. I like mid nineties because it's so soft. Because they all watch kids to feel awful and gross no, and dirty. No, yeah. I don't want that. Don't know if it's good. The way I watched that movie is I got that a uh, copy of the DVD from like a fifty-year-old coworker. So. <laughs> That, is the that seems like way the only way that. that you should be able to watch a movie that like movie. that. He's like, I was alive during the mid-90s, were you? He <laughs> loves that <laughs> movie, too. So. <laughs> kids. All right, well, shout out. Oh, kids. No official recommendation. Um, no shout out. From Ethan. Anyway, yeah, this this Kino Lorber. It's all like these really small directors from like across the world. But 
I forget what the movie Steven series Spielberg. was called. <laughs> he made two of these movies. The first one, I forget. Th- I wish I knew the name. I think it's like Surge, something like People Surge or something. Surge, the lead singer of System of a no, Down. No, no. Sergio Leone? Sergio Leone? No, it's like the movie title is called like People Surge or something. I don't remember. But okay. he made a first one. And then the second the movie is. is like People Surge 3. He skipped the second one. It's like Troll 2. But neither There's of them no really have one. a plot. They're just kind of like people living their lives around the world. Um, okay. And entirely shot on 360 cams. Hell yeah. Placed in the middle well, of the room. Well, critters, let us know. So how, did, how are those movies released? Are they like on YouTube? You can like scroll around with them or like... I was reading this and I'm like, I don't know how I would... I don't think I would ever watch any of these movies, even yeah. having read them and like seeing how cool they seem. Yeah. Mm. I still don't think I'm ever going to watch any of these. It's, there's just <laughs> too many movies out there. Yeah. Would a 360 movie start going into realm of being like more video game and no, no 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 you can't control the 360 like oh, you the can't director look around. has edited it so it's like a fish eye and you get all these weird artifacts from the 360 cam because oh. then they've they put the whole the 360 thing oh. no you don't see the whole 360 like it's would okay they've they selected, don't they've the selected a certain part of the screen and they move it around I to see. show action that's interesting would that be more video game or movie though because that's no, like no it's still no no you like don't that, have what i'm thinking of a fully 360 movie because that's like uh, well, how about how about something like the choose your own adventure movies, like Bandersnatch, right? Where, like, is that? I'd say those. I think Bandersnatch kind of yeah, but Bandersnatch falls into sucks. Video game. Bandersnatch sucks. What? It sucks, dude. Dude, Ethan's we, gonna Ethan, get kicked off the pod. You remember when we watched Bandersnatch at I Jake's? I think I was there. I think you were. Mi- I don't know. I don't remember. That might have been a Bandersnatch. Yeah. It's we, I've done we went through it once. over and over and it sucked. It was so lame. Yeah, I mean I can't disagree. It's <laughs> not my it's not my favorite. It's not the best yeah, thing I've ever weak, seen. Weak but it's a weak version fun. of that concept. I love that. What's the best version of that concept you've seen? Because the only other one I've done is the Puss in Boots it's Netflix version. It it's probably better. Sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> no. But regardless, poor things pretty good. Yeah, I, I gave it a nine. Yeah, I watched. I, I went to that movie with my mom. Nice, and the way to see it. And uh-huh. the audience was great. Everybody was hooting and hollering and oh, <laughs> clapping. It was audience. really good fun. audience too. Our audience. Yeah, there was like maybe twenty people in the theater. It's yeah. not they were all couples for except for me and <laughs> me and Ethan. We we're a couple. Yeah, you can. It's perfect. A couple of guys. A couple, yeah. couple dudes. A couple, couple critters. Days. There was yeah. like <laughs> an. There was a couple like in their maybe fifties or sixties watching. Mm-hmm. You couldn't hear them, but they were started whispering throughout the second half of the movie, and they were like, "Oh, you know, I think, I think this guy like is actually this person." Like, I think, <laughs> and they were like theorizing what they thought the movie was, and then the according to Ethan, right? one of them said like they hated it when they watched. Oh out. yeah, on the yeah. way out, I heard one of the guy like he grumbled kind of upsetly, like two point five, which I assume <laughs> is the rating, or might have been like how long the movie was. He's like, oh, two point five, two point five hours. So two point five. If you're out listening five, out there. Elderly gentleman. Come on the pod. I'd love to talk to you about why you didn't like poor things. Or maybe liked it just in Love the Runtime. But yeah, you could tell. feel long, though. You could tell people were really awkward during That's a short two and a half. Yeah. There was some some parts, like, a lot of the movie was it's so awkward. It's kind of like you don't know what to do, so you kind of laugh. Yeah. But there was some people right behind us that were like, just like hysterically laughing. They were like, this is the funniest thing I've ever it's seen. It's a pretty funny movie. Yeah. It is pretty funny, but some of the stuff they were laughing at, I was like, this is, this isn't even funny. Why are you laughing? I feel that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah but just, just like the, the discomfort. Yeah. yeah. Like Poor when things. I saw Parasite, right, that scene where like 
that lady falls down the stairs and slams really oh hard God, yeah. on the ground. I don't know if this was a discomfort laugh, but the guy behind me was like, oh, like burst. Uh, so I don't know if he just enjoyed the damage there. Or maybe. It was uncomfortable, but. Got a bit of sh- if you're out, parasite if, if you're out there, man, let me know, because I, I wonder about that a lot. Um, yeah, poor things, I, uh, 8 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Need to rewatch could be, it. Could I be wish, a 10 on I wish I rewatched yeah. it with, with Jake. Yeah. Instead I wish of I went to you. Right? with me. No. I'm glad I hanged out with Ethan that day instead of going with For the Jake. record. Because yeah. like, I did watch oh, it. I thought you were going to say something else. If I rewatched it, I would have had a record. chance to okay. change my review on Letterboxd. Yeah. So. We can always go see it again. Yeah. I'd love to see more things again. Yep. I think so. Maybe go to going to Carnival at it some comes point. Comes out in Carnival. It'll be Carnival. Yeah, yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Should we pivot into Oscar discussion? Yeah, we can do some. I I prepared a top ten list of the top ten movies of twenty twenty. I did not. I did not either. Yeah. Lame. Okay, yeah, we can do that some too. other time. Um, I can. I can come up with maybe my top ten. I can scroll through twenty twenty three movies. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go through our Oscar ones, and when we get to Best Picture, maybe we'll each do kind of our top, X and our own top ten. 2022, right? Yeah. Fuck. All right. Let's get into Oscar talk. Oscar Yay. talk. Oscar talk. Only 50 minutes in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I felt like we were going for over an hour. Felt like a long episode. I think it's because we spent that, like... Yeah, we spent a while drawing. drawing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so, I'm just going based on whatever the Oscars website ro- order is. So we start with actor in a leading role. And the okay. nominees are Bradley Cooper and Whoa. Maestro. Okay, I don't Coleman know. Domingo and oh. Rustin. Sorry, this is actor, not actress. Yeah, actor. Forgot. Paul Oscars Giamatti and the Holdovers. Killian Murphy and Oppenheimer. And Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction. Now, I think for you guys, this will be a short conversation. I don't think that... Um, I think Ethan I've, only saw Oppenheimer. I've, Cillian Murphy. <laughs> I've yeah. not seen a single one of these And movies. Grant hasn't seen any. I've yeah. seen all of... I've seen yeah. Holdovers, Oppenheimer, and American Fiction. Okay, I mean, what what can you tell me about the Holdovers in American Fiction? Because Holdovers is really good. Holdovers is like um, it's it's about a teacher who gets stuck like looking after the kids at a boarding school who don't go home over the Christmas break, and it's very okay. funny. It's very good. There's Paul Giamatti is great in it. Yeah, exactly. The Holdovers. I feel like there was another movie about that, like an older movie, '80s or '90s. About I'm sure there is. It, yeah, famous one. I can't think of what it is, but it has some. Um, it, it, it reminds me of Rushmore that movie. Maybe it was Rushmore. No, like it's just about like a, an adult and a kid kind of, you know, bonding and see, finding out maybe we're not so different, you and I. That sounds like poor things. Yeah. <laughs> and then American Fiction is about um, an author who is fed up with all of the like <laughs> race bait kind of like work that's happening and decides to write his own version of that, where it's like it's mm. very like stereotypical. Um, like uh, b- black people in this case. Okay. And uh, he becomes a best-selling author because of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Jeffrey Wright was great in it, but I'm gonna give my vote to Paul Giamatti in the Holdovers. I thought I thought he was just um, fantastic. I definitely don't think Cillian's the best performance of the year for a male, but um, I think he did great in that movie. Yeah. I thought he really embodied. I'm reading through American Prometheus um, and just hearing all the, like, the mannerisms of the real-life Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, Cillian really brought that through. And the yeah. weight he lost to embody just that sickly man. Great stuff. And so, shout-out to that. I Cigarette think also it's man. like Cillian Murphy was acting in this this movie that was like based on a 
like amazing book about this crazy time in history. Yeah. And like He's the other movie that came out at the time was about a, a plastic girl with big boobs. Ha ha ha. laugh track in. <laughs> we don't have a laugh track. What, what a word ceremony a did the guy make that joke in? Oh, that was uh, Golden Globes. Golden Globes. <laughs> also, like, God. Oppenheimer's such that. an iconic uh, figure, and I think Cillian really embodied yeah. it super well. No, I, I, I wouldn't be mad if he won. Yeah, I think that's a, not a bad pick. Who do you think is the best um, actor, then, this year for a, a lead? Like male or him? female? Uh, no, just male, I guess, male. for this one. I love the guy in Perfect Days. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was amazing. Perfect Days got zero noms. I know. I no, got one. Best Bradley Cooper. Best international. I I don't know. I don't really like Bradley Cooper. I, don't, I can't tell you why. Yeah, I think that's what most people are feeling about Bradley Cooper yeah. these days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is Wonder there a why. reason why? Um, I, I don't want to say on the pod. Okay. okay. <laughs> Anti-Semitism. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you put on a big I don't nose. know about a, a lot about Bradley Cooper. I I have a whole Bradley Cooper theory. Um, Let's hear it. I will say it off the pod. There's, <laughs> okay. a, there's like a movie called like Burned or something. Yeah, that's the Gordon Ramsay movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people in the comments were like, oh, this is where I knew Bradley Cooper was an amazing actor. I heard that movie was a pretty bad take on Everyone the in the comments on YouTube Shorts loved it. Not that it's like a, a bad <laughs> movie, but like it's a bad... Um, uh, depiction of kitchen culture and like, yeah probably which yeah. one burnt oh, Bradley Cooper boiling point though great film. yeah for boiling point is great uh, all right what else should we move on, on to on, actor and supporting I'm gonna go with Jeffrey Wright for that you're gonna go Jeffrey one. Wright Jeffrey Wright's he's he's normally quite good okay <laughs> I got a very tentative best of 2023 list okay supporting yeah. role supporting role we got Sterling K Brown for American Fiction De Niro for Killers of the Flower oh, Moon you already know R D J for Oppenheimer. Ryan Gosling for Barbie and Mark Ruffalo Mark for Ruffalo. Four Things. This is a RDJ. very good cow. RDJ, cat. yeah. I um, love honestly, RDJ. the supporting roles are probably better than most of the leads. Yeah, I yeah. would say <laughs> so. I think I wouldn't be upset with any of those. Um, RDJ fucking killed it in Oppenheimer. Yeah, I think he's the most conniving. Was, yeah, yeah, just like power hungry, subtle performance, and it's amazing. And I love the build up. He plays the politician perfectly. Yeah, I was telling Sam about how like actor expectations play so much into the role, and I just think his persona of Iron Man plays so much into that. Just that public star facade that his character uh, Strauss has, and the switch between that the conniving politician, it's amazing. I yeah. think everything was working perfectly for that role, and it came together so well. But also De Niro, De Niro. as you were saying, plays the perfect liar ever. Yeah. It's just in, yeah, he's so good in that movie. He and was really great. I, I, Ruffalo and Ruffalo is oh, also like he plays role. completely against you know his Marvel character and just I'd be mad if Gosling won actually. Yeah, I'd be mad if Gosling won. The rest of them, I'd be Gosling pretty happy. Is amazing in that role, but he's just playing a silly guy. Yeah, yeah. And Gosling's it's never just a like silly fun role. Gosling's never you know like it's the not, best it's part not of the emotionally movie. You know? deep. I feel like. Any dude could really play. Yeah, that I role. think that's so. Right? That's just that's the thing is that it's supposed it, to be any guy. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's, that's just kind of a thing. I feel like a lot of people say comedy is really difficult, but yeah. to me, like whenever and he's amazing. To me, it's easy. No, I'm not <laughs> saying that it's easy. Like you can definitely have jokes that land flat and stuff. But yeah. In my experience, like in theater and everything, I loved playing the little minor roles that just yeah would get the laugh out of the audience because that's who everyone remembers. They exactly. don't care about the lead. That's exactly yeah. here in Barbie, Everybody it's, you know, it's eclipsed everything. Pretty big yeah, controversy. I'm just so like Stupid controversy. I just think it's it's easy. Yeah. It's an easy 
nomination for Ryan Gosling, but I don't think he deserves yeah. to win for no. that. No, I, I, I would be very surprised if he went. If he he plays it perfectly, but it's yeah. not a nuanced role. Yeah. Yeah. So I think RDJ uh, or so De Niro. Yeah, Mark I would Ruffalo give it. I would be happy with De Niro or RDJ, and then Mark and Ruffalo would guess also be great. Ruffalo is also yeah. a comedic role too, so we shouldn't be like too hypocritical. But like, I feel like there's more range in that even. Yeah. In, yeah, Mark in, Ruffalo's character has a lot of depth for a comedic role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he goes from such extremes too. He does like being a suave talking man. He, to he's doing insanity. some like crazy theatrical acting in that as well. But like you, you yeah. completely buy it in that world, and it's. It's a performance that can only exist in poor things. Yeah, it's great. You know for what it is. But yeah, De Niro I love, I or just RDJ. The, I love Sterling K. Brown's great too, but to me, he's less memorable than those other three. I, my favorite scene with Mark Ruffalo was when he first gets introduced, and he's like, "Oh, I need to go pee," and Godwin's <laughs> going like, "Oh, you, you're so immature. Lie. You need to go. Yeah. You need to go can't pee. You can't hold pee. it in like a like a, a, a man." man. <laughs> <laughs> that got a big laugh. He's like, "Oh, I have a small bladder," and he goes, "Ah." Oh. You may have prostate cancer. Get that checked oh, out. No yeah. Barbie's nominated. Oh, yeah, actress crazy. in a leading role. Lily on. Annette yeah. Bening in Nyad, a movie I did not know existed until yeah, they released these Oscar noms. Lily Gladstone in Killers. So she was uh, the main. She was the main. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sandra Huller in Anatomy oh, of a Fall. Um, Carrie Mulligan in Maestro. What's Anatomy Emma of Stone. a Fall about? Uh, and right. Emma Stone, or and then Emma Stone, poor things. Uh, Anatomy of a Fall is about a court case um, in in France about a, a, a Sandra Fuller or Huller who allegedly pushed her husband out a window. That's like what the case is about. It's like Wait, did it's she push about it? the lead actress? No, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's just a, her it's character. A fictitious movie. Okay. Yeah, her yeah. character. It's like did did she push him or was it suicide? Okay. Yeah, I was and looking at a, the posters for it, and there's all the posters of like the man dead on the yeah. ground with the blood. Yeah. And there was one poster. poster for the movie of just two people like drinking in a bar. Okay. <laughs> it was just really. That was strange. at Carnival for one day, and yeah. I didn't get to see wow. it. It, it. I I liked Anatomy of a Fall. I think it's gotta be Lily. It's not the most engaging movie though. It's like, gotta it, be Lily, man. Lily killed yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, I'm between it's gotta be Lily. Lily's and Emma Stone's so good though. Emma too. Stone's great, but Lily's I'd be happy with Emma Stone. Man. But yeah, Lily, Lily Gladstone gave such a great performance. That movie does not exist I am, without her. No, I, feel. I am kind of like this is one of my issues with Phil- Killers of the Flower Moon is I feel like she's kind of sidelined in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I'd say she definitely deserves more screen time. But she I mean, for a lot of it, she is actively being poisoned. Yeah, that's like, true. She is literally like, sidelined. that does kind of work I with mean, the film's message. That yeah. is, I think that is technically more of the runtime as her being poisoned, but the runtime before that, we should have seen a lot more. Yeah, yeah it would have been yeah. more Tantu as with well. What she ha- yeah, Tantu. Where's Tantu's name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the she pod. Was, she Friend was of the pod, amazing. Tantu, Cardinal. Tantu was, Tantu was one of my favorites Tantu. in the movie. Yeah. Is she in a, the is best she a supporting role? No. And we boycott. So, like so that. we're saying we're all agreeing Lily Gladstone we're for that one. Yeah, yeah, Lily Gladstone, yeah. Emma Stone. Emma Stone would be great. I would be very happy well, if either of them won. Is this our movie. first Oscars talk? On yeah, it is. Because nice. we, we started the Oscars. It was, we started the pod after we 2023 March Oscars. Or something, right? Yeah. Um, Just got to make sure not to hold it by the cord. Otherwise you get some gulp. Okay, actress in actress supporting, supporting role. role. Uh, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Is there weird sounds coming? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer. Um, Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple. There's a America Ferrera for Barbie. Oh Jodie God. Foster for Nyad. Who's talking about that movie? Um, and Divine Joy Rout. Randolph uh, for the holdovers. It's going to be a bad This one. is a bit of a weaker category. I've um, only seen Oppenheimer. I've seen... 
You haven't you've seen Barbie? On Barbie, but America not, for Ocean should not get that. that. It's not, um, no, I I think Emily Blunt's quite good in Oppenheimer, but it's a very severely underwritten role. They think she's got one great monologue, and um, you and know she she does, she, she, does she does great with what, what she has, with what she has, but, but like she, it's just yeah. the most underwritten role, and it's such an important role. Yeah, and they just yeah. God damn it, Nolan. I think the brothel yeah. right women better from uh, from. Uh, Maybe Tantu yeah. should have been nominated. Tantu, Tantu, yeah. Tantu, I'm not Tantu sure. should have taken. Okay. In solidarity with Tantu, I'm not even putting a vote out for this guy. Uh, I'm putting yeah. a vote out for Divine Joy Randolph. She is incredible in the yeah. holdover. She she clears everybody else in would this category. Would you say that her acting is divine? I would. Ooh. She's she's really really good. Um, yeah, just incredible in that role. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest as well. Like Tantu, Tantu, yeah. Have been Tantu should have been nominated. <laughs> she was so good. Oh, that's a tough one. Animated feature. <laughs> Elemental films. <laughs> Animated feature. The Boy it's and good. the Heron. <laughs> Elemental. Uh, Ninoma. Robot Dreams or Spider Man Across oh, the Spider Verse. Spider Man was so good. I haven't seen Across the Spider Verse. Spider Man like four times. Yeah, it I've seen it a couple amazing. times. Uh, just because I haven't Fuck, seen that's the tough. rest. The, um, I'm gonna have to go with Boy and the Heron. That's tough. Yeah, Boy in the Heron. I'm going to go Spider-Man. I like it better than Boy in the Heron. Spider-Man has a major... The end is, like... I think it's amazing. ...brutally long. I think think it's going to be so justified in, like, ten years when we get that next movie. Yeah. No, it's coming out this year. What do you mean? Stop. Okay, bye. I think Spider-Man is amazing. I just think on a technical level... It is. ...clears. Boy in the Heron's amazing, and I think if I was more immersed in the Ghibli-verse and familiar with the lore of the... Creators, Graham's about to kill me. Yeah, um, I would give it to that, but like Spider-Man is so technically um, like flawless, and the story they're yeah. telling of just like it's so smart taking the multiverse and like pitting it against a character, and kind of using that backlash a character received. How he's like mm-hmm. not actually Spider-Man because of like race or whatever, and yep. like twisting that into the narrative. It's so smart and it it's works very so cool. well. Yeah, it's awesome. Just to me, the the end of that movie is just that's fair. Where they like they tease out all these things, and I understand why they're doing it, but mm-hmm. it's like thirty minutes of yeah. like we're we're gonna do this thing, we're gonna do this thing, we're gonna do this thing, and the movie just Wait, won't. Does end. Donald Glover play any characters in the crowd? He can. There's a cameo where he plays himself. Or in he ten plays years, the Prowler. When that oh, next one yeah, comes yeah. out, we'll come back to this discussion and see if that ending works or not. Yeah, we'll see. Because it is. It, because like heavily relying on the next one. If that being trilogy lands the mark, it'll be like you know how people give Return of the uh, Kings end a pass just because it's just yeah. so much going on. Yeah, you know. We'll talk a bit about Boy in the Heron because I haven't seen Across the Spider Verse mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, I saw Boy in the Heron. Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, watch the Lost episode to hear our thoughts. On yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. We talk about it extensively. Boy in the Heron, I think it's dope. It's just such a great metaphor for like Miyazaki. Uh, yeah his kind of wants and desires and i feel like this movie is like him giving up on that he's like you know what this needs to die with me <laughs> yeah it's true yeah. yeah a lot of the movie is based on what do you do with your legacy is it yeah yeah do you need to preserve it how do you live how do you live yeah and i think uh i think it's an important message to know that you're the only one like you right everybody's yeah. going to build the blocks differently yeah yeah, it's very cool. I I think knowing a lot of the history about Ghibli mm-hmm. is definitely changes the impact of that film. Cinematography, <sighs> cinematography. Uh, that's tough. El I oh. uh, did not see this movie. Heard Killers of the Flower Moon, um, Maestro, Oppenheimer, I have to and say poor, poor things. things. I have to say poor. It's things. a toss up between Oppenheimer and poor things. I think I have to give it to poor things. As I'm going to well. give it to yeah. poor things I mean, too. I know Poor Things is maybe it's like it's most cinematography. So is Killer, Killers of the yeah. Flower Moon has good cinematography. Like yeah, it's, it's pretty beautifully it's a, it's shot. Pretty, yeah, pretty movie. But it's it's also but like Poor it, Things is crazy. Oppenheimer was gorgeous though. 
Oppenheimer was yeah. gorgeous, yeah. but Poor Things was like, as we said, maximalist. Every part of that, yeah, uh, that production. You could take any frame of that movie yeah. and be yeah. like, "Wow, Killer, Killers so of the Flower Moon." Too. I just feel like it didn't do anything crazy with its cinematography. And it was, it wasn't at all the focus of the movie. Yeah, with Poor I would Things. Agree. It is a big focus. Yeah, the cinematography. I'm definitely tilted towards Oppenheimer because that was like the first IMAX movie I saw. I saw that on seventy mm-hmm. mil too, so that was just an incredible experience for just absolutely. Film. And I think that's such a gorgeous film. It got a lot of criticism for using such a wide format when it was a lot of people's faces. Yeah, but, that, but I bad think it, criticism. I think that it, I think I it think works, it works so well because you know, look at Oppenheimer. You see a picture of the real Oppenheimer, and you see all the stress and yeah. like lines on his face from what he was doing. I think you need that wide format to capture that and just yeah. the stresses of building the nuclear bomb puts on a man. And, I mean, I think the cinematography, filming an actual nuke, or yeah, or yeah, oh my cool. god, does that come down to cinematography though, or is that uh, special more special effects? I, I mean, think it's they, a bit of they both. They had to. I mean, I think of all the camera ops that died filming that. It is sad. also you see fucking Hoyt von Hoytema, the photos of him like single arming those IMAX cameras. Yeah, oh, there must yeah. be a special That's credit award those are, for that. Dude. Those are insanely like those, those are, are like four hundred pounds, yeah. aren't they? And it's yeah, gorgeous. Talking about natural metaphors, how it's like the inner workings of atomics, how that film was shot. It's yep. gorgeous, but poor things. Poor things is just. I'd be very happy with either of those. I'd yeah. be happy with Killers. Um, I'm happy with Killers getting any award. Yeah, <laughs> just any recognition. I'm yeah. happy with Poor Things sweeping, but <sighs> actually, <laughs> I'm gonna switch up last minute. I'm giving um, my Give it to El Conde. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Nah, Poor Things. That remain Poor, poor Things. things. Yeah. Costume design. We got Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Napoleon. Oppenheimer poor and things. Poor Things. Poor Things. Killers. Poor Things. I just think it's really cool to see all the like native garb. These are all pretty good. I think it's just really cool because they worked with the community, you know, and yeah. they were very just part of the production. And, and also, essential. DiCaprio gets a fun little hat. Yeah, that hat, <laughs> of course. I I love that period too. So like a lot of this comes down to what I'm partial to. Yeah, yeah. but Oppenheimer's poor things. Poor, poor things. things every scene has just amazing, amazing, amazing costumes. costumes. That's true. I just found when I think about costume design, what I'm getting out is something. I'm gonna give it to Killers. At the end of the day, I yeah, think I, I would put. They're all good options, honestly. I would put Killers second. Napoleon was dope too. Sure. Yeah. Napoleon had Bar- some good costumes. Barbie's still really good though. Yeah, Barbies but, were great yeah. too. They didn't design those costumes. They were already designed by the Barbie makers. But so. putting them to, yeah. to real life, is <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I, I'd be They're happy with any of these. I get. Do I think about the costumes when I think about poor things? Yes. It's like, For I don't... me, I do. There's sick dresses. Yeah, there's some sick dresses, some just really nice suits. The whole movie, every For me, scene, I mean, there's a new, I, like, I, I just think I love yeah. seeing that culture on screen, and it's actually yeah, the that's culture. True. I, it's no, like, water-diluted-down version. It's yeah, literal, to, the culture. I, I give it to Killers as it's well. awesome. Then. Yeah, it's good. All right, sweet. on to directing. Anatomy of a Fall, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, or The Zone of Interest. Killers. I haven't seen The Zone of Interest yet. This is this is. You have to give it to Killers. Got, got, you have, you have, you have to give it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Scorsese's direction. You can't man. Dude's snub been doing again. Dude's been doing it for like a thousand years, and this and is like this is you the, have to the most mature, uh, accomplished version of. I would it. even give Scorsese the supporting Honestly, actor. Honestly, yeah. I wish I wish. Killers had it was like last year and already run won all the awards, so poor things would have a chance <laughs> here. But and Oppenheimer, actually, I don't care if Oppenheimer wins anything. But yeah, I mean, I don't think Nolan should win. 
We yes. hate Christopher. I Nolan. love his direction in this. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. But um, killers for sure. But Christopher yeah. Nolan is like Tenet and yeah, yeah, Interstellar. And, uh, I feel like such a Nolan yeah. fanboy right now, even though I'm like throughout <laughs> history the exact opposite yeah. of a Nolan fanboy. Oppenheimer's just, great. This movie hits so hard for me. Who's who's the Clockwork Orange? It's Kubrick. Kubrick. Kubrick's lit. Bring him back. Yeah. Bring him back. Okay. <laughs> Documentary feature film. I guess we'll just skip this one. I don't. Think, uh, I didn't see Lebanese any of Burger these. Mafia. Lebanese Burger Mafia. Yeah, should win. Yeah, Alberta That's film. I have not. Saying. I haven't watched a documentary in like over a year. I think. Watch <laughs> Lebanese Burger Mafia. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah, you will That's love that. You want to go to to Burger Baron? Burger more. Boy. Burger Boy. Why do you think we've been on our Burger Baron? Doc yeah. short film. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the ABCs of book banning. I'm gonna give it to. Island I haven't seen any of them. Documentary short film. Uh, oh, I watched. Uh, I watched the Barber of Little Rock. Was that good? No, I didn't. I lied. <laughs> okay. I didn't watch any of these. All right. Editing. Which one are you going to give it to? Um, Barbershop of Little Rock. Okay. It was. It has the best title. Film editing. Anatomy of a Fall. The Holdovers. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer. Poor things. Poor things. Schloppenheimer. Poor things. Killers. More than just killers. I just love the narrative in that movie. There's some really fun editing in Killers of the Flower Moon. There is. Yeah. Like when he's he does the I love the like Yeah. yeah it's love. great. I just love money. Love Schloppenheimer's editing. I lo- it's kind of the, the most editing pick, but yeah, I do. I, I think do Killers also. Killers has like a great combination of like you like really see Marty's like you know, mm. that style is in that there. A Thelma? It is Thelma, yeah. yeah. So you, you uh, can you can Thelma. feel these these um like there's some moments that feel kind of like Goodfellas, and you're like, ah, oh, it's like it's fun to see. And then uh, there's some other moments that are like, you know, just is so there a, is there a special effects? I'm gonna do a cross, great. Killers and Oppenheimer. Is there a special yeah. effects category? Yep. Okay. Because honestly, poor things. I'm gonna say the special effects didn't wow me. Like they were taking me out of the movie. There's some odd the ones in the special effects that I was well, surprised to see. I don't know if poor things is shot digitally, but it has film grain. If it was shot digitally, then they, they added film grain. Like, they wanted it to well, look like... Well, I know for the um, the holdovers, it's interesting. They shot it digitally, and then they scanned it into film so that yeah. it got the film grain naturally rather than, like, mm. putting a filter on. Okay, maybe they did that with poor things. But it has, yeah. a, it has a film grain. I just noticed the film grain and, like, the like the animals and stuff and the bubble. Yeah. This is why I Didn't feel match. like it was... Yeah, I di- it didn't really... I don't think... So they shot it film, probably, and then... Because if they put the filter yeah. on over top, the, the animals would have been the this same. Is what I, yeah, that's my guess is that yeah. they shot in film and then digitally added some stuff. That's the hard. bubbles, I don't think, had any film. International. Listen, International. Uh, Io Capitone? Io, or Io Capitano? Where is From Italy. Perfect Days from Where's Japan. Where's Monster? Society of the Snow from Spain. The Teacher's Lounge from Germany. And the Zone of Interest from the United Kingdom. There's some major snubs here. We love Perfect Days. Perfect Days we is great. We love Perfect Days, I will, but Monster clears every single Yeah, Monster day. from Japan, so good. I don't know why. Jap- so, I mean, I know why Japan didn't put it up. Because Wim. Yeah, Wim. It's a fucking old school director. but like Old German director. Like, come on, dude. Monster is so fucking good. Perfect yeah. Days is amazing, too. Both 9 out of 10s. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to Monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to give it to... I'm, I wish Totem made the yeah. list here. I mean... yeah. Totem is so good. Totem's Totem, better than the Totem Teacher's Lounge. The, we love. I love. Teacher's I love the Teacher's Lounge, but Totem but is better than Teacher's Totem Lounge. Yeah, the one from Mexico. Yeah, yeah from Mexico. Okay. That one's awesome. I, it's I so good. I'll give it to Perfect Days. Yeah. I'll oh. give it to Perfect Days as well. I, we I, love. I love Perfect Days. Red Room. I'm excited to watch Zone of Interest. Yeah, where the fuck? Yeah, Red Rooms. Red Rooms. Canada. Amazing, man. 
That's Canadian. I forgot. Yeah. Hell yeah, that movie's awesome. Um, makeup and hairstyling. Uh, Golda. Haven't even heard of that movie. Maestro for the big nose. Oppenheimer. <laughs> poor things. Society uh, of the Snow. Poor. Probably Oppenheimer. Oh yeah. Poor. Th- oh yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah. forgot about, I forgot <laughs> yeah. makeup was yeah. part of this. I was like, oh, the yeah. hair. Was there any weird hair stuff going on? No. There are plenty of funny hair the makeup styles. makeup, for sure. Yes. There was some hair stuff, but like it, nothing that Just really that Willem prosthetics. Yeah, yeah like, it's iconic. pretty that's incredible. That's going to go down in history. Yeah. Like that Frankenstein canon. That's yeah. And the, the, prosthetic, the prosthetic penis that Emma Stone was playing with at the start. Mm, pretty and magical. When she stabbed that corpse's eyes. That's <laughs> a Would fun that be scene. under makeup? Or special effects. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Music. Music. American fiction. Four things. That had, Four American things. fiction had a great Four score. Things. Jerskin. Well. Jerskin. Four things. Jerskin. Indiana Jones. I don't know why that was what nominated. What are we doing? Killers <laughs> of the Flower Moon. Oppenheimer. Four things. Oh, those last These are all are great. Four things. Lug, Lug, Four things. Lug would fucking killed it with Oppenheimer. I would love to see Robbie Robertson win. R.I.P. Indigenous Man. Killers was so good. Oh, fuck. Actually, this is so tough. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just... Killers had great I'm too... You're too down, too I'm much down the Jerskin hole. Just love Jerskin so yeah. much. Yeah, no, I mean the poor thing score was so good. <sighs> Going from pretty happy with any of these except tough. for Indiana Jones. <laughs> I, I actively listen to the Oppenheimer soundtrack. Yeah, like, yeah. consistently because it's just so fucking. And good. even I even the American fiction never seen um, score is really really good. Oppenheimer score captures the beauty and terror of the atom bomb, like what that represents for society yeah. so well. I would just love to see. Like, can you hear the music? Is a fucking transcendental score. Yeah. yeah, I would just love to see the guy that has literally one album that most people would probably hate and uh, is like only really known yeah. in like the British underground scene. I'm going to give it a to to get a Oscar. Killers. I'm giving it to Killers. Four things. I love Robbie's yeah, score on um, that. I I am going to give it to Killers as well. Killers, Robbie. Killers then but those are the only two then poor scenes, things so. then Oppenheimer. <laughs> I'm going to do Killers, Oppenheimer, Poor Things. I love yeah. Jerskin but like yeah, there, you're not a real Jerskin fan. Any of these top, any of those top three, I'd be very happy with. Yeah, you're yeah. not a real Jerskin. If it goes to Indiana Jones, Jones, Indiana I Jones, slit my wrist. There's no way. <laughs> I slit my wrist on live stream. <laughs> but it's not even that. Like it's it's not. It's they like don't the even do that. Well, it can't be right because that's from the first one. This is like the They're fifth Indiana Jones movie. It's just like generic. They don't use that song in all the Marvel. They use it, but like it's that's not the score that was nominated. Oh, it can't be. Yeah, it's like 50 years old. Yeah. Um. For music, the fire inside from Flaming Hot, the Cheetos uh, movie. Fire burns on. The fire burns on. I think this is uh, funny because I'm like, just Ken from Barbie. Yeah, Barbie's uh, got two. It never went away. Um, from American Symphony. A song for my people from Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> what was I made for from Barbie? Killers. Is that how it's pronounced? <laughs> yeah. Killers. Yeah. I, I, find I it, do love I find I, it, I'm just Ken's fun, but I find I'm it just, funny. Yeah, that but it's not. No, nah, it's not the winner. Amazing. It is pretty hilarious that like Poor Things is nominated for best soundtrack, but no song in that would ever win best <laughs> yeah, original no, song. Do you know but, what I just realized? And I'm very happy about hmm. the Mario movie didn't get nominated for best yes. animated. Oh, thank, thank fuck, God. Dude. Yeah, that would have been darkest timeline. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember Neither watching that. That was 2023. Remember we we yeah, uh, had to miss drawing for that. A lot of a lot of so 2023 is like one of the best years i've seen for movies yeah also some pretty offensive movies like this is one of the only years where i've watched movies and been pissed like way of water was that this that was last that was 2022 okay that's the end of 2022 yeah yeah. 
Way of Water pissed me off. Yeah, Mario uh, pissed me off. Mario's yeah. Upsetting. Yeah. Benji's hour. Benji's well, hour. Okay, okay, okay. Way of Water, first 30 minutes had me, like, fuming. Yeah. And then, like, when it got to the water place, I was like, it's fun. They're just, like, in the water. It's, yeah. It's good. Visuals, I mean, are just objectively good on that. Yeah. Incredible. Um, but storytelling it was also towards the end it was like <laughs> i could have made a better move yeah, towards the end issues. it was like storytelling's weak but it repeats itself towards the end like oh they're captured oh they're saved oh they're captured oh they're saved oh they're captured the writing and it, it does the end of avatar 2 was terrible it's avatar weak, even but... like has a line drawing attention to that where one of the characters goes again when they're trapped yeah, and i was yeah. like what it's the weak. hell it's it, but like you ever you, get high and look at whales exactly you just yeah. like yeah see, it's a no, visual movie that yeah. well that's what it's i really like technology. is the whole part where they're exploring the ocean oh that's yeah it's so and, hard. and the whales are which like is most of the movie the tukun or whatever did you guys know whales used to walk on land yeah they have knees in avatar in the no, avatar in world? Real, in life. real life no i only care about the avatar that's world. crazy <laughs> it makes sense though because they're mammals actually this yeah, is this is an so issue i have with avatar and oh, i think it works better in a, way of water it's a stacked category but we if you it. watch avatar one my biggest issue with it is every animal in avatar one is just like an earth animal like you have so many people that could be that are are working on this movie yeah you could develop an entire ecosystem you could get scientists in and develop these these animals that what do you think they got 15 aliens. years per movie what do you think <laughs> you crazy you crazy I, they do yeah, so this like, is yeah a, i agree it's a stack so like there's ones that are just like basically like uh panthers there's like yeah. rhinos they're they're all just actual animals and in way of water it felt a lot better because the ocean is like really alien yeah already to us so like all these animals, they might have real life analogs, but they don't feel like real life analogs, except for the whales. They're yeah. obviously just whales. But, um, didn't didn't offend me as much as first. Okay. First, in terms of the the fauna of yeah. the Avatar planet. All right, best, best picture. picture. Scroll down for this category. American fiction. Boo. Anatomy of a Never Fall. Bobby. No. no. The holdovers. Killers of the Flower yes. Moon. Yep. Maestro. No. Oppenheimer, past lives, past lives, poor things, and the zone of interest. Uh, killers. Yeah, killers. Killers. I'd be happy if poor things be, won too. No way, happy. poor things wins though. And there's no, no way it wins. Yeah, no, I'd for be sure. But if Oppenheimer won, <laughs> I wouldn't be pissed if Oppenheimer won. I mean, killers is so Oppenheimer good. Oppenheimer over killers be, is insane. Oppenheimer. I, I will oh. win. I Oppenheimer's my my lock in. I will lock off that in this whole time, but like I want Killers to win so bad. Yeah. Man. Barbie's good. Barbie's going to piss me off if it wins. If it wins, there, I'd be pissed. Yeah. You know, it's a good I movie, did, but like yeah, I kind of feel bad for It already won like, the year. You know, I like it made the most money. <laughs> Cuz like of all the I don't think actors. any of these should should win. <laughs> any of the Barbie ones should win. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Was she even nominated? No, she, no, she nom- wasn't nominated. I, think she was I feel like she should have gotten nominated. But she, but she's a who would you have put... Yeah. Like, who would you have taken off the list for her? Taken off Lily Gladstone. No. Taken off one from one of those movies. The ones I didn't see. see. <laughs> taken off the one from Maestro. Nobody. Yeah. 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 Fuck Maestro. So we're saying Killers or Poor Things? Um, I'd be happy if Poor Things won. Yeah. I think Killers deserves the win. I'd yeah. be happy it's with, killers. yeah, Killers, Holdovers. I wouldn't be pissed, but it'd be like, come on. Oppenheimer, I'd be happy. I wouldn't be happy. I mean, I'd See, be this like, is another oh, one it. that pisses me off. I wish Killers of the Flower Moon came out a year earlier and won everything, sweeped it. So no, because I think if it came between chance. Killers and Tar for me, that would have been such a terrible Tearing battle in my mind. Okay. okay. I think Four Things should have come out 2024. Let's say should have come out whatever year Coda went one. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> then they could have swept. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, production All right, production design. design. Bobby. 
killers, Napoleon, Oppenheimer, poor things. I would have said Barbie if poor things didn't come out. Yeah. Poor things. I really love the production design on Barbie. And I but wish the, the production design kind of goes away. It's like that's the there's thing like I was about to say. 15 minutes I wish of they really cool production in the design. Barbie land. I wish they played more with the surreal, weird vibes. Yeah. Because then they just go to the real world and it's kind of boring. Yeah, it's um, kind of whatever. If they stayed in that land fully and fully explored how weird it would be for like to actually inhabit a place like that, it yeah. could have it could have been the winner here. But poor things killed it. Yeah, poor things. I, I give it's it to all, all the things. way through. It's just, it, but Bo's I was afraid should have been nominated. Like I'm. Yeah. It got oh, nothing. Yeah. Bo, yeah. yeah. I, I Bo should have gotten production design. Yeah. yeah. I'd be happy with any of these winning though. Looking at this, dude. These, I'm actually. These like, are all quite so solid. angry. Why? Why did De- Napoleon get production design? Napoleon's and production got design. Good amazing, production design. Man. No. It was terrible. solid. Terrible. These are all good nominees, yeah, but no. Bo should have. Bo should have won. There. Bo, I would probably. What would I should replace it have with won? Bo? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Bo would have won. I, four in my four mind. things and Bo are like such close films. They are. Man. I'm glad that to see at least one of them yeah. is in Oscar contention. I'm surprised contention. Four Things got nominated so much. I didn't know there was yeah. so much buzz around this. Everybody has been talking. It came out at the perfect time as well for yeah. Oscar stuff, and everybody been talking about it forever. Social media very much. Wish, wish they waited till. Till this year to release it. But yeah, animated, animated Nazis short film. I yeah, twenty seven was the the one that the yeah. animated one we watched was on the short list, but it didn't make the cut. Twenty seven was dope. We'll watch these no, later. Twenty seven, yeah, but we we'll got ninety five. And yeah, I haven't seen any of these <laughs> either. Oh no, Henry Sugar. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah. was great. Give it to it. Give it to Henry Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're not gonna give, why was Sugar Asteroid City not in production design? Yeah. What happened with that? Crazy. Asteroid City should have taken Barbie's slot, I think. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon. Asteroid City. <laughs> Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon. Because Napoleon yeah, will knock out Napoleon and Barbie for um, Bo's Afraid. Dude, why, and... why did there have to be so many good films? Know. Yeah, I know. It's a really good year. They uh, all I'll, deserve to win. We'll go through they my top ten as well. And um, first show, Brother Sunday. So yeah. Isn't that a show? Uh, <laughs> I'm passing the short bro- Shadow Brother Sunday in on here because that one was amazing. Yeah. Or Ratcatcher. There, there should one. be a, is Rat there a category for shows. I don't think so. No, not in the Oscars. There should be. No, the Oscars can just be movies. Schlopping up. Best sound: The Creator, <laughs> Maestro, Mission Impossible Seven Part One, Oppenheimer, or Zone of Interest. Has to be Schlopping Yeah, you got to give it a Schlopping uh, yeah, I think that sound be, should be poor things. Amazing. It's not on the list, but. It should should be poor things. She was terrifying. It was yeah. awesome. No, op- should Oppenheimer. Be, should be uh, The Curse. <laughs> now, be. Th- this yeah. is a, a bit of a surprise category for me. Visual effects, The Creator, Godzilla, yeah. Guardians, Mission Impossible, and Napoleon. Okay. Godzilla. Godzilla does not deserve to be nominated. Glad, you glad know, I give it to them because I love Godzilla. Godzilla. The effects are not that good. Yeah, but I love Godzilla. Godzilla. And it's like, it's it's, it's, it's oh, an impressive achievement. The effects are amazing for 15 million. But, it's best effects overall. You know, don't care. It's like if a five-year-old drew something that was really good, but you put it against like Van Gogh. It's Godzilla. Like, it's impressive a five-year-old did that, but Godzilla. Or are you so saying you're, Japanese you're, people yeah. are five-year-olds? No, I'm what saying I'm yeah. saying that a movie Sam's that's judged ass. against you know a hundred no, you a fifteen a million dollar versus a two hundred million dollar movie. But Godzilla. It's a, it's I got impressive effects for one. what I it is. I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Godzilla. Didn't you see Godzilla with us? No. Oh, He's I was gonna to watch. Yesterday. I was gonna watch Godzilla with with uh, my date, but with your yeah, wife. Your we, wife. We canceled it, and it's gonna yeah. be out of theaters. So uh, I'm gonna give it tonight. to. Nah, I give it to Guardians. Oh come on! Guardians had really good effects. <laughs> oh, 
What is Godzilla? No, it's not Godzilla. It's the underdog. Um, it's, it's the underdog because it sucks. No, not, the movie doesn't suck, but the effects are not the good. Lost Guardians of the Galaxy. That Sam is, is an enemy of the people. He hates Godzilla. <laughs> I don't hate Godzilla. It's He's just it's, it's kind of overhyped to die. Guardians of the Galaxy is a MCU movie, so I can't vote for it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I can. Probably Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, I can. Mission Impossible is good. What visual effects were in Mission Impossible? I, I thought they Godzilla! did everything for real. Godzilla. Yeah. I'm going to vote for Writing. Godzilla just because Ethan is so American excited, Fiction, Thank Barbie, you. Oppenheimer, Poor and Things, I, I Zone of Godzilla. Uh, oh, this is for I'm, Adapted. Now that I'm reading the stuff Oppenheimer is based off of. Poor Things isn't A24, is no. it? No, it should be. Because I would buy the A24 Poor Things. It's a really merch. good book, really good movie. But because like the female characters are so underdeveloped. Like oh, that's a good point, actually. In it's hard for me to uh, give it to it. it yeah, I, poor it's, it's hard for me really to give it to anything else because I've actually read Oppenheimer. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I know the source material of Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, funny. Yeah. Barbie I would not give the writing to. Writing, no. amazing in that first little bit when the yeah. Barbie world. But like, I yeah, think the writing's that, pretty good for the most part. But, I think the um, message in Barbie just gets so muddy towards the end of the movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. I think that it... Um, I think Will Ferrell... He's funny and everything. That's true. I mean, with the Mattel Corporation. That's yeah. true. That. Yeah. See, uh, I watched that. I haven't on seen the first Zone of Interest exclusively, like through a gender perspective. Not I'm really. Say, I'm gonna say poor things. I'm gonna give it to American Fiction. I thought American Fiction was great. Maybe if I saw American Fiction, I would change it. But Poor Things is the best out of Barbie and and, and Poor Things. Yeah. I've seen here. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I I want to see Zone of Interest. Hopefully, and it comes to Carnival soon. Poor yeah. Things was basically like Barbie. If you took out any issues there are with the Barbie script, so. And added other issues. And added (laughs) other issues that I don't have a problem with. Yeah, I think poor things gets muddled. Yeah. And for original screenplay, Anatomy of a Fall, The Holdovers, Maestro, which is based on somebody's life. So (laughs) I don't know why that's original. It's original. May, December, and Past Lives. Past Lives. I've I've seen Holdover and Anatomy of a Fall. I haven't seen any. I'm going to say Past Lives. Uh, Best script. I mean, Anatomy of a Fall has probably the most words. And is in three different languages, so I will give it to Anatomy of a Fall. I'm going to give it to Maestro. And that's all of it. Give me it to Past Lives. Past Lives. Right. I, 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 I do really want to see Past Lives. The Korean, the Korean filmmaking. I love Korean filmmaking. It's I, amazing. I still have to see that, yeah. So I've got to give it to Past Lives. Haven't ah, seen so it. So that's the Oscars. One day, that's the Oscars. That's Come what we think. We'll probably March. do Oscars. Are we wanting commentary for Oscars? We'll see we what we get. to the Oscars night? What day is it on? I need to book that off. March 10th, I think. Is that a weekend? I think it's a Sunday. Okay, I need to book that off because we should definitely do an Oscars night for that. Sunday, March 10th. We should get a little drunk, do a commentary. Yep. That'd be so really fun. I'm calling it now Poor Things Sweep. I think Oppenheimer's for sure going to sweep. I think Oppenheimer's going to sweep. Killer's, we'll killer's Sweep is my, my will, prey. That's the hope. That's the hope. I think it'll get a couple things. I could see it getting. Better fucking get director. I, I yeah, think. Yeah, I could see it getting directing. Oppenheimer shouldn't sweep just because. Nolan got the Golden Globe. Yeah, I don't want Oppenheimer sleep because it's, it's fucking Chris Nolan, you know, who also, really cares. Yeah, it's but great. I, I watch too much amazing. YouTube shorts, and oh, yeah. is it Cillian or Killian Murphy? Uh, Killian. It's Killian Murphy? I don't know. I always, I always say Killian. I always say Cillian. But, uh, yeah. I like Killian Anyway, better. whatever his name is, I see. Too, I watch too many YouTube shorts, and I always see those, like, uh, 
Those Sigma edits of, <laughs> of him from Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I hate it. Okay. I hate the Sigma Your edits. Twenty twenty three. Top ten. Best list. It, I will say his acting does seem really good in Peaky Blinders. I just hate yeah. the Sigma edits. <laughs> I hate them <laughs> so much. Here's my tentative best of twenty twenty three top ten list. Okay. Okay. Should I start at the bottom or? Yeah, start at the bottom. We gotta do the <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We gotta do the Critter Pit Sigma edit of. Uh, of Leo DiCaprio from Killers. Yeah, <laughs> just like Sigma edit of him Sigma killing edit. people. Like, yeah. Being <laughs> the number worst 10. person in the world. This could be a surprise, but number 10, I have Saw 10. I I was going to put Saw, on, Saw 10 I on my list. I put it Saw on honorable 10. mentions. I, I don't think figure, I've watched 10 movies this year. I couldn't figure out my number 10, but such a fun movie. Yes, yeah, so fun. Um, number 9, I have Blackberry. Loved yeah, Blackberry. That's my number 10. Love Matt Johnson, everything he's doing there. Number 8, I have Totem. Okay. Shut the fuck out. Yep. Okay. I've above it. I have Lebanese Burger Mafia, but I feel like I should switch those <laughs> around. Looking at that now, I love Lebanese Burger. It's Mafia. really. Good. I think I'm so Perfect biased Alberta just because it's like I'm an Albertan guy, but um, best friends with the people that made yeah. it. Yeah, and like seeing people you like know actually kind of yeah. on screen. Uh, and then visiting all audience. those locations too has been it fun. Hits. It hits. Um, and we, it introduces to Burger Boy. You know, it's yeah. like these yeah. things. Okay. Number six, I have Red Rooms. Okay. Loved Red Rooms. Um, that talk after with Pascal Lallier was amazing. Yeah. Just how smart that movie is and how well it's constructed. And like. And how this dude's just a normal guy. It's shocking, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of just horror films, so effective. So, so effective. Yeah. Character writing is amazing. The form is amazing. There's yep. a scene in that film that will forever stick with me. The scene with the serial killer where he. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he looks uh, right at... Uh, number five. Lead. I have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I love that movie. Nice. Amazing animated film. We love animated films. Number four, I have Perfect Days. Okay. Love Perfect Days. Number three, I have Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Wait, Talk to Me is 2023, right? Yep. Okay, okay. Okay, Saw 10 <laughs> might, just, might have just got fucking bumped out. Okay. <laughs> it did definitely just yeah. get bumped out. Uh, poor Saw um, 10. Number two is Monster. We Number love two, Monster. I yeah. gotta watch it. Where can I watch Monster? I think it's coming we out soon because it just had a theatrical run. I and Number one is Killers of the Flower Moon, but I've only seen Killers and Monster once, and I can yeah. definitely see Monster taking the top spot upon a a rewatch. Yeah. Okay, I Kay. don't know if I've seen ten movies that came out this year. This year, I've watched I've watched quite a few movies, but I don't yeah. know if ten of them were came out this year. And there was a I lot that I saw that I just didn't like. So yeah. Um, I'm going to say number one, four things. Two, Bo is Afraid. Three, Killers. Yeah. Four, I'm just going to do movies I saw this year. Sure. Four, Blue Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> little little late for that one, but. Yeah. <laughs> Five, The Invisible Man. Five, uh, probably Boy in the Heron. Yeah. Six, let's say. Oh, uh, Asteroid City? Yep. Poor Things? That's tough between 6 and 7 for Poor Things and Asteroid City. They're about the same. Okay. I like them quite a bit. Yeah. And that's it. That's all the movies. Okay. All right. Real quick, <laughs> I'm going to change my list around okay. a bit. It's uh, Killers, Monster, Oppenheimer, Perfect Days, Spider-Man, Red Rooms, Totem, Talk to Me, Burger Mafia, then Blackberry. Okay. Yeah, switch that around Yeah. A bit. For me, I did number 10, Blackberry. Hell yeah. Got to give it to Matt Johnson, some Canadian so go. good. Uh, number 9, I gave Bo's Afraid. Mm -hmm. uh, number eight, Asteroid City. Number seven, Perfect Days. 
Number six, Hey Victor, the yeah. nice Canadian oh uh, mockumentary film that I loved. Um, number five, The Holdovers. Number four, Oppenheimer. Number three, Totem. Number two, Killers of the Flower Moon. And number one, Monster. Yeah, that's what per- 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 I forgot to put Poor Things in that list. It's probably between I love Oppenheimer things. and Totem. So it's going to kick Maestro off. <laughs> yeah, it would kick Blackberry. Oh off. no, that's sorry, no, no, that's not my show. That's Monster. That's your number one. Yeah, I kick Blackberry off. Okay, kick Blackberry. I off. love poor things. I love Bo is Afraid, but like just to make it on that list has to be like that personal connection, like that infatuation. Oh, Barbie, that Barbie number eight. Like yeah, all the films I've had on there now, I've been like infatuated, like just so much respect for what yeah. they're doing. Actually, I might have to kick poor things down from number one. I love poor things. I might have to kick it. I might have to kick it down to number two. So unique because I think amazing. Yeah, I think Mario might be my number one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it goes without saying that our true number one for everybody here is Benji's Hour. Um, yeah, of oh, course. Well, that's yeah, like a new spot. It's kind of yeah. That um, that one's kind of like kind of surpasses. That's kind of like a 2015 it's zero. movie. Like it's been yeah. in development for so long. Um, it just came out. Yeah, now. but like it just happened to come for out. Me, now. the big thing to get on that list, and it really hasn't come out yet because it yeah. still doesn't have a release date because nobody wants to buy it. I think the biggest thing for me about like what makes on that <laughs> list is just uh, <laughs> how much like thought I put into the movie afterwards. Like how much it stuck with me personally. But Bo, I'm sure Bo was afraid did. It did, but like all those other ones, like I think about so much. Okay, yeah, still just a personal thing. Yeah, that and just like really sticks for, with me. That's true for my list as well. We are yeah. going to have a it's like donation. no slight to those films. Like still full respect, love everything they're doing, but like yeah. just personally, how much I think about that in my free yeah. time. You know, I wanted to give some shout outs and spe- honorable mentions as well to Evil Dead Rise. Love that was Evil just Dead it was Rise. a fun. I should watch really that. fun movie. Really fun. I time. watched all the um, Evil Deads back in, in like Infinity Pool as well. Yeah, that was Infinity early Pool this year. Was this year. I have to rewatch that. Yeah. that was way too high <laughs> and then yeah yeah and then the adults which was one that i just mm-hmm. watched like last week so i feel like i can't <laughs> put it on any list yeah and benji's hour <laughs> potential Cronenberg I think, this year. okay yeah. we're gonna put a oh down we're bless. gonna put a donation link in the description of this video so you can donate we're gonna try and scrape together like a few thousand dollars so we can play benji's hour in the yeah, i think benji's hour is a criterion all we need is 150 dollars yeah, to, to play, play it in carnival once. yeah we yeah. want to play it for a couple weeks so a couple, couple weeks yeah here's the statements we'll leave to you Get the critters. holiday season watch <laughs> benji's hour yeah and buy that w <laughs> no, <laughs> no 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 all right we out let's drop the pod <laughs>